Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. Vlada's Seeds of Life aims to reconnect families and communities by sharing the joy of cooking together and engaging in the process of bringing that food to the table together. Their Little Sprouts program offers a variety of high-quality fruit and vegetable seeds to communities for free, and this spring will be distributed via public libraries. Here to tell us more is Vlada Vladek, founder and CEO of Vlada's Seeds of Life. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me on your show. Vlada, tell us about your background and what was the inspiration for Vlada's Seeds of Life? Oh, it's good that you asked that question because the background has a lot to do with the inspiration for Vlada's Seeds of Life and the Little Sprouts program. I grew up in country on a big farm with a large family where my family and I grew almost everything that we ate. Basically, from sugar to wheat to we made our own oil, everything but vanilla and cinnamon was produced on a farm. And in addition to that, I was exposed to a very special community life because it was a small place, small village, a large farm, a lot of animals, a lot of people, a lot of fresh food, and just a good way and wholesome way for a kid to grow up. So when I came to States, that already was a really big part of me. And coming to America and spending a couple of decades in this country and finally becoming a mother, it kind of made me realize how important that lifestyle is for every child. And with that in mind, I decided to bring forward or incorporate some of that life into the lives of my children. And through that, I realized how important this was for the other kids. Because 15 years ago, there was an enormous rise in a childhood obesity in America. And I noticed that a lot of families were getting disconnected. So Blood of Seeds of Life and a Little Sprouts was drawn from the inspiration of the life I lived with my family. And out of the need to do something about what was happening in America with American families and with children and youth in particular. The vision for Vlada's Seeds of Life is to grow happier and healthier families and communities. What are some of the ways that you have worked towards that vision? I firmly believe that this is one of the most important things that we need to do right now for our country and for our society, and that is to reconnect and particularly reconnect families in America. So one of the ways that we do this, actually, we do it through a few different programs. As a charity, we have a program that's on a national level, and it's called Cooking and Kids. And this is a television program through which we educate, inspire, and try to engage kids and young families into more 
natural way of life. And through this program, we also promote more quality family time. We teach kids cooking, gardening, preserving food. We feature a lot of wonderful people, positive people in our communities. And we also show how to be engaged and involved in a community so that we can create oases of good emotion and safe oases for our kids to grow. So the television program is currently being donated to Pig Media, through which over 300 public access TV stations are downloading and airing our program in 40 states. So we have a positive family media that's being now viewed in millions of households in America. So this is our national project. On a regional project, we do programs like America Dines In. And these are speaking, cooking, and dining events, which we organize monthly. And they're all done in effort to connect people, to con- reconnect communities, basically. So very often at my house, we have a dinners with random people from a town. I will cook, serve free meals, and ask people to sit down and dine and to get to know each other. I think this is crucial in the future existence of our country. That is to reconnect with people in your community and to be the resource for people around you. Our third project is called Growing Strong. And through this project, our charity works directly with the former foster children, single struggling moms, and cancer patients. And the goal of this particular project is to be involved in our communities and be the solution for some of the issues that our communities and society faces today. So all in all, the goal of our charity is truly to inspire Americans to reconnect with their community, primarily with their family, and to start becoming a solution for the problems that we as a society have. And so rather you engage with a positive message as a program or you invite your neighbor to dine with you or you go and help a former foster child, there are so many opportunities out there that each one of us can do. And in addition to that, once we decide to consciously get engaged and give, there's so many benefits that this returns back to the person who's doing it because I firmly believe that the biggest resource in our country lies in individuals. And so I would like to awaken that potential and invite people to step out of their homes, get off of their couches, and get involved so that we all together can create a healthier and happier environment for our youth and for ourselves. Why is it important to cook with your child? Oh, I can go on and on about that, uh, Vicky. And when you say, you know, cooking with kids, it sounds simple. It's kind of like, okay, cooking, making meal with your kids. But we can spend hours talking about how important it is to spend that time with your children, especially these days, because our children are separated from reality and from our lives because of the extreme exposure to Internet and what's happening, and I, I almost feel ridiculous talking about this because I feel everybody is aware of this and everybody knows this, but what's happening with our youth, they're getting reshaped and deprived of almost of their real personalities, of their real character, of their talents, and by just observing this unreal 
way of life. And as a cause of that, I mean, we all know our kids are now getting more emotionally uh, distressed. There's a lot more suicide among youth is on rise. Kids are being robbed of self-esteem and uh, confidence and so on. So cooking with your kids and creating that atmosphere at home with your child, it is the most precious cradle for the identity of your child. It is a safe haven for young individual. So you're not simply cooking, but you're creating environment in which your child can thrive in every way. And when I say thrive, I'm thinking about having the sense of belonging, having sense of security, and having the sense that they as individuals matter. So going back to kitchen is just the beginning of the proper nourishment of the future life. Food is a big component in the development of a young life. And if your kids start a morning with a Pop-Tart, think about it. Think about it just as a fuel. So in order to have your child function properly, in order for your child to feel good, you have to give them a proper fuel in the morning. So that alone is important. Even if you don't talk to your child, even if you don't do anything else, just creating a healthy meal, it's a huge jump start for a healthy day ahead. But in addition to good nutrition, this is a place where you also bring the good emotion and you bring the guidance, you bring love, you bring warmth. And all of these components that a human being needs. And I don't care how technologically we get, how advanced we become. Who our children will be is who they are with us in that kitchen environment. So cooking cannot be underestimated. The time in a kitchen and time at the dining table away from devices, it's absolutely crucial in a development of our children. I'm speaking with Vlada Vladek, founder and CEO of Vlada's Seeds of Life. What are some of the benefits children derive from learning how to cook? Cooking is fun in itself. So just being in a kitchen and being around the fragrant foods and being around fresh vegetables, fresh fruits, that alone makes you happy. And to take it to the next level where you're now, you're immersed in preparing this food and you're with your family and you're, you're talking to your family. You have this moment in life that's just kind of acknowledges goodness in your life. It's benefit on itself. But another benefit is I have two children and they're both cook. And to me, once they leave my home, they need to continue to nurture their bodies in order to nurture their mind and spirit. And they will also be shepherds of the health of my grandchildren. So it's crucial that they learn how to cook. It's a basic skill that everybody should know. You need to know how to take care of yourself. Beside that, cooking is also a good way to save money in a family. Eating out is very expensive. We all know that. And in addition to that, there are all kinds of diseases associated with eating in a frozen food or fast food and so on. So benefits of cooking at home are endless, basically. Again, from creating that special environment at home that carries on through life, entire life of our children to nurturing the body so that these little human beings can grow to their full potential and passing that important skill onto the next generation so that 
our kids can take care of their kids. It's so important. And I, I sometimes feel so ridiculous talking about this. That's mm-hmm. like saying you can't get out of the bed until you put your feet on the floor. That same mm-hmm. thing. You, you can't raise a kid if you don't put good fuel in it. But sadly, we have disconnected ourselves from that simple skill, which is cooking. And I'm trying to bring that back. And not just cooking, but also gardening and teaching kids how to preserve food, how to grow a lot of their own food, how to understand food and have that close relationship with how the food was grown and how it was prepared and where it came from and all that stuff. So we're doing what we can. And I'm very encouraged to see the younger generations are paying attention. So keep cooking, America. It's fun. And in return, you're going to have a delicious meals and a better connected and united family. And along those lines, why is it important for families to dine together? As I just mentioned a little earlier, that time around in the kitchen and around dining table is so, so precious. Again, our kids and our busy lives separate us. We don't have the time and we don't have that special station where we can exchange the information and kind of reconnect. So the dining table was always the meeting place. That was always through centuries and centuries. This was the place where the spirit of a young person was shaped. So more than ever, we now need that at the table time with our families and our kids. As I mentioned earlier, just acknowledging your child and their presence and just devoting your time to talk to them, to make eye contact, to hear them out and to exchange information and offer guidance or compassion or understanding or just a listening ear. It's so, so, so important for all of us, not just for our kids, but for all of us, because ultimately on the end of the day, Whatever happened in our lives and in the lives of our children, the most important thing at the end of the day is who we are to each other. And that unit has to function. And it cannot function if we don't take time to reconnect with our kids on a daily basis. Do you think there's something therapeutic about getting in the kitchen and putting a meal together? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> uh, so it's addicting. If you're thinking about starting cooking, it is most addictive addicting because food was designed to bring us together. So the flavors, the textures, if you start shopping, go to farmer's market, go to grocery store, pick up something unique and fresh. And and you go home, you start making that. Next thing you know, you know, we have a little music going on. It's phenomenal. I wish I can bring everybody to my kitchen and cook with them for a day just to show them how much fun that can be. So yes, it's extra work. But my goodness, is it worth the effort? Because, again, it's a time you take out of the busy lives just to acknowledge that your life still belongs to you. And that's the cooking plays a big part in that. What are some other ways that we can create a positive home environment? There are many ways to bring positivity to our homes. One way that I do this with my kids is by simply keeping the, our home door or ho- our house door open. So to me personally, it's very important that my kids are exposed to other people and that we live with good emotion and, and feeling safe. So 
Our home is like a bus station. I mean, I do Airbnb, and on top of that, I host a lot of people who, uh, with their RVs, and we host events constantly. We have different people going and coming through our home, and I want my kids to get the sense of people around them. And very often, these people bring positivity to us. Uh, networking and just being connected with uh, people in your community is a huge positive charge to your life. And so I would suggest if you're listening and you're sitting in your home alone and you're thinking, you know, I don't know who my neighbor is and, you know, I'm better off just keeping it to myself. That is absolutely not truth. I mean, I live in a neighborhood for almost 20 years and it took me, you know, to connect with some neighbors, maybe sometimes five years, sometimes it's the first day, sometimes it's five years, sometimes it's seven years. But I never give up. I keep my door open and I keep inviting people. And you would be amazed if I could tell you the stories of uh, what the feedback was and what the benefits of all of that are. So bringing positive into our lives, it's so important. And very often that is either through opening our hearts and our doors to other people, getting ourselves engaged in lives of people in need and just helping, helping. But bottom line is limiting the time that we spend on the devices so that we can recharge our realities and and immerse ourselves in a real life because internet is fun but the real life offers so much more i'm speaking with vlada vladek founder and ceo of vlada's seeds of life what are some of the challenges families face today that can be helped by cooking and dining together making sure that their kids grow up emotionally, mentally, and spiritually healthy. We all know we are all so busy and it's it's given, but this is another topic which maybe we can visit some other time, but there are ways in which we can reclaim that time with our families. So lack of time, busy schedules, and you know, everybody's running, kids have sports, parents have activities. I think all these things go against being home and cooking together, but I have lived it. And that would be a whole nother show. And I will be glad to share the ways I have managed to keep my kids with me and together. So sometimes it's just the, you know, limiting extra expenses or not doing as much as many sports or not doing a lot of things that we are accustomed to in order to reclaim that important time at home, cooking and nurturing our bodies and our minds and our spirits. And tell us about the Little Seeds program. How can we get these free seeds? And how does growing your own food relate to cooking your own food? I'm so excited to share about the Little uh, Sprouts. This is the fourth year we're doing this program. And initially, it just started in Temecula. We donated some seeds to our community. And we wanted to see how the community responds to vegetable and fruit seeds. And the goal, our goal was to encourage families to step outside with their kids and start gardening. I'm a big, big believer that, that every human being should know how to grow food. I mean, look what happened during the COVID. My brain was an extra alert during this whole year. I'm thinking, okay, every family in America should have seeds and every family should know how to grow. And we should be able to sustain our communities without expecting if the shipment of this or that should come from anywhere around the world. So that alone, it's a huge thing. But Little Sprouts for now aims to encourage families to simply 
spend some time in a nature to draw kids away from devices to start growing your own food and to allow kids to witness the miracle of life that happens from seed to the actual fruit uh, it, this is a beautiful thing to witness and we this is something that we should teach our kids and in addition to that very often when kids grow their own food they will end up trying it so for if your child does not like certain vegetable or fruit, trust me, I remember when I was a kid, I had my own garden next to my mother's garden. I hated peppers. I mean, raw peppers. I would never eat raw pepper, but I grew my own. And my goodness, I would sit in that garden and I would eat peppers like they were the best thing in the world. So something about doing it yourself and, and seeing it uh, flourish as a product of your labor it just makes all the difference. And once you learn how to grow it, the next thing you want to do is to prepare it. And my goodness, why would we not teach our kids this important thing? We all need time down. We all need to stop and relax sometimes. And gardening and cooking is the perfect way to do it. So I was one of those people who during lockdown decided that they were going to start their own garden. And I quickly realized that I'm really good at growing weeds and not so much the herbs that I was wanting to grow. What tips do you have for us beginning gardeners who don't know what we're doing? Don't give up. Uh, so <laughs> if you don't succeed the first year, there's always the next year. And if there's a particular herb that you could grow this year, plant mint. Mint will always do well. Rosemary is resistant. Go to the herbs that are simple and that you, you just can't kill. Sage is wonderful. So start small, but start. And even if you fail the first year, just go back to it. I mean, the more you do it, the better you will be at it. And growing food it's not a brainer. Humans have been doing this for centuries. So it's in us. We just need to kind of get retrained and get back to it. So don't give up, Wiki. And how do we pick up these free seeds? So as of right now, we are, I should have mentioned that this year, since we started a little seed project in Temecula, the project was such a success. And then we were able to expand it to San Diego. And my goodness, people were went crazy over seeds, which was a, a huge encouragement for me. Now, this year, we're expanding projects to Los Angeles area as well. The goal is to distribute these uh, seeds through public library systems. So another way to bring kids into the library, maybe check out the book, because I think it would be wonderful if we all could read a little bit more. And you pick up a bag of seeds, you go home and you plant. So right now we have the seeds available in San Diego area, Riverside County. We're expanding to Los Angeles. And I do want to take a moment to give a big thank you to Ahern Seed Company and Golden Valley Seed Company who have been supporters of our little sprouts. This year in particular, we have $440,000 worth of wow. vegetable and fruit seeds we're donating to our communities. And if you have a company who can help us package these, that would mean so much. Maybe next year, because right now I have volunteers in my house every day. We're packaging thousands and thousands of seeds, hand packaging. So if you have a company who would like to support us or you have the facility where you can help us with the packaging, 
please let us know because we desperately need help because the Little Sprouts project is growing and there's a great response in the communities and I would love to continue to grow it. How can we find out which libraries these seeds are available at? In Riverside County, Temecula Library, but in San Diego County, every library should have seeds. So the Riverside County system did not, we don't have the system worked out where we can distribute them in every library. We're working on that. But in San Diego County, the Central Library will distribute them to every, all libraries in San Diego County. So we can go to the library and just say, I'm here to pick up seeds. Correct. Correct. And you can do that starting April. The first shipment of seeds is going in mid-March. And then we're going to continue to replenish them. Keep in mind the seeds we will distribute while we have them, meaning that we cannot guarantee that by the end of the April we will still have seeds. We will only distribute what we have. And again, go earlier than later because I just came from a Temecula library. I took extra seeds and the librarian said this weekend it just exploded. It was just gone. So that's a very good news that there is an interest like that out there. And how else can we get involved with Flat Seeds of Life? Our charity is unique in what we're trying to do. So most charities usually focus on one particular issue or problem. So like you have a charity that works with the foster kids or with abused women or cancer patients, homelessness, and so on. The idea behind Flat Seeds of Life was to go to the core where most of these issues arise. So... In my heart, I always believe that we could avoid a lot of social issues if we could straighten the family unit because dysfunctional family usually causes some of these side effects. And so that makes us a little bit different than most charities. And in our programs that we do, I mentioned earlier, we have a national program, which I would love to continue to grow. I would love to continue to produce a positive media because I think it's so important today to produce programs that are real. There are a lot of entertainment out there that robs you of your time and you leave it. It's like you, as soon as you're done with the show, you forget what the show was about, but yet you could not leave the show. I would love to continue to produce media that leaves you inspired and provides you knowledge, provides you education and leaves a good emotion after you've done watching our program. So with the program, I need editors. I need people who can film because I'm doing all of this by myself. And by some miracle, we are on uh, 300 TV stations and 40 states, and they're asking for more. And I'm getting old, and my eyesight is not as good. And you can tell my accent and my grammar is not the best. So I could use young people, old people, talented people, less talented people, anybody who wants to help. I need everybody to help me continue with this particular program. Editors, creative minds, website designers, just let me know. I can use you. With the program America Dines In, if you live in our area, join us for dinner, see how you can get involved, become an ambassador for what we're doing. With the program Growing Strong, we work with foster kids. If you're interested to work with foster kids or single moms or cancer patients, if you want to come and cook with us and prepare ready-to-serve meals, let me know. We certainly could use you as well. And with the project Little Sprouts, We need somebody to help us pack. So we need company that will just say, bring the seeds, we'll pack for you. So if you can do that for us, it would be a a huge, huge, it would be a miracle simply. That's, yeah. So um, contact us. You can check us on Vlada 
seedsoflife.com or vladav.com. So just send me a little note and let me know what you're interested to do and we'll get you busy. I've been speaking with Vlada Vladek, founder and CEO of Vlada's Seeds of Life. Any last thoughts for us? I guess I would like you to know that despite everything that we've been exposed to in recent years, this country is by far the most beautiful and the best place to live. As a child, I believed in this country so much that I left everything I had to be a part of it. Today, I'm raising my children in this, in this country. I will leave them here and my grandkids will be born here. And as an American and as a per- person who believed in this country, I wish to honor that belief by reminding you all of what an enormous potential we have as a country and as people. And I want to encourage you to get involved in wherever you are, uh, to get involved first with your family and your kids, then to reach out to your neighbors and start creating a country that you believe in by giving of yourself. I guess that's all I want to tell you. Just get involved and get connected. And it's time to start to care again. Thank you for listening. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.